0: probably not listening to this in the morning but I'm recording it in the morning so whatever um truthfully I'm supposed to be working right now but my heart is so heavy that like I feel like if I don't address these things and like talk about it I'm going to break this podcast is probably going to run high on emotions. I'm aware of that. But I also understand that it's part of me doing this podcasting thing. I'm supposed to share my thoughts and not just the good ones. And so this week has just, it's been a hell of a week, man. Like, First of all, I just moved into my new apartment, so I should be happy. And I am. I love my new space. I'm so comfortable. But it is so hard to maintain that positive attitude when your mental health keeps taking hits. And basically what I want to talk to y'all today about is everything that has happened to... From the Amy Cooper to the George Floyd to the Ahmaud Arbery... And the effect it has on black people and why I'm so angry. Um, let's start at the top. There was a woman named Amy Cooper who was walking her dog in Central Park. Now anyone that owns a dog knows that in public places, especially parks, things of that sort, unless you're at a dog park, you have to have your dog on a leash. That is just common sense there are signs it is that is the law for a reason because god forbid your dog be responsible for attacking someone god forbid your dog runs and gets hit by a car just anything could happen and it's safer for everybody for your dog to be on the leash now his name is christian cooper he is actually a graduate of harvard university Um, previously he was a senior biomedical editor for the health science communications and an editor of Marvel, Marvel comics as well. While that's great, here's something you need to know. He's an avid bird watcher and he was the president of the Harvard Ornithology Club. Ornithology is the study of birds. So this man clearly loves birds and was doing what he normally does with his day, and that was bird watching. What was Amy Cooper doing? Walking her dog without a leash. This man politely asked her to put her dog on a leash, as it is the rules, and she should abide by them. What does she do? Decides to get in his face, upset that he is recording her. But let me just say this recording people is absolutely necessary and thank God he did, which we'll get to why that's important. She then decides to say, I'm going to call the police and he's like, feel free. I'm not doing anything wrong. In fact, you're the one that's breaking the law right now. She pulls out that card I'm going to tell the police a black male is attacking me. And here we go. I, here is my problem specifically with white women. Y'all have been taught since a young age to weaponize your tears and your fears. Y'all know that if y'all cry and scream, you can get your way. That is how you grow up to become Karens. And why you always want to talk to the manager and why you think you can be rude as fuck to anybody and passive aggressive. But the moment they address you, you break down in tears. You're not tough. You're not as strong as you think that you are, but y'all like to act like it. And again, like I said, y'all have been taught since a young age that your tears will get you results that you desire. I hate that. I hate it because no one else gets that privilege. So the fact that this man just simply asked you to follow the law, and you pull the card of there's a black male attacking me and you know what can happen to a black male if the police show up. You know that's immediately almost a death sentence for our people. That's my first problem. Two. While this is happening, the woman is choking the shit out of her dog, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's not funny. And I am so happy that dog got taken from her. But imagine being so upset trying to fake an attack on yourself, and your dog has its two front legs suspended in the air, and you don't even realize it. You're so worried about getting this black man arrested for nothing because he did nothing wrong that you are killing your animal. Literally choking your dog the fuck out. It's, are you, are you that angry, Amy? Are you? Were you so blindsided by your anger and that you got called out by a black man that you almost killed your dog in the process? 'Cause you know, white people love the animals. So I just I don't know. Like it, it's it's funny to me because it's also funny to me how like there was this meme circulating and it said I can excuse racism but I draw the line at animal cruelty. And that is just white people in America summed up in the most perfect way. Y'all will find any reason to excuse our deaths to say, "Well, what did he do to get arrested? Why was he resisting? If you did nothing wrong, just go with the police." But the moment the animal is hurt, here comes y'all cardboard boxes, your markers, your vagina hats, your protest this, your white feminism that. But fuck the actual humans, right? Cause what would've happened if this man got murdered? We all know how it's like in New York, stop and frisk, all these policies that target black men. What would've happened if that man would've been put in danger? What would happen if this man did not have a video showing this woman faking? Faking is not even a word. This woman put a full on masterclass of acting. To the point where she was screaming hysterically, acting as if this man was physically harming her. And he had to be at least six to ten feet away. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting that y'all do this. And that y'all get away with it. And you want to know my favorite part about like modern day racism? Is the fact that we can call your corporations. There is no hiding your identity from the internet. We will find you. Now, sure, you getting fired does nothing to help um, like racial tension in the long run, but I am happy that it fucks your back up. So while you're being racist, you can go be broke too. Because fuck you. Beyond that, a few days shortly after, is it really even a few days? I don't know. My timeline is like, screwed up but I know this all happened within a week of each other we have Mr. George Floyd first off let me say rest in peace to you sir your life matters and it should have mattered more I'm literally on the verge of tears because this situation could easily be anybody in my family if I ever had a son it could be him So I'm sorry that someone did not value your life as much as they value theirs. I'm sorry they did not see you as a human that day, sir. You deserved more. You deserved someone to interfere rather than record your death. Although it was important to see, you deserved for somebody to step in and knock that head off that fucking cop. To put an end to it. I don't care. Like, it's to that point where, like, if you if you ever see some shit happening like that to me, y'all better beat the hell out of those officers. I don't care if you get a charge. Maybe I will find a way to put up your bail or something. But don't let them murder me and you stand there recorded. Okay? But let's go ahead and just start at the beginning. George Floyd is a 46-year-old man that was living in in or near the Minneapolis area. Um, according to everyone that's known him, he was a really nice guy. He looked out for people. He was always trying to be helpful. They've never known him to be a rude person or to cause issues. He seemed like he was pretty just like chill, mind his business, take care of those around him kind of person. He um, he was suspected of forgery at a local shop. I'm not sure if it was a grocery store, retail, or something of the sort, but they suspected him of for- forgery with a check. Um, let me just say this. I worked in retail for four to six years and... That's not the policy for dealing with forgery. If you think that someone wrote a bad check, you know what you do? You put it in the little scanner. If it says it's not approved, you ask for another form of payment. You do not call the cops on these people. It is not our job to. If the police wanna find out that, that's something they will figure out. But we do not report people if they do not have a valid form of payment. We simply ask for another type. Secondly, police officers said that when they showed up, he was um, resisting arrest. But I, my problem with this is, first of all, cops use resisting arrest like it's an actual, like charge. But you know, you had to actually arrest somebody first for them to be resisting arrest. Do cops not realize that nowadays? Like, it's like they're so quick to just throw out, oh, stop resisting, stop resisting. And you'll see it in all kinds of videos. Cops will just yell that out to try to justify what will come after the fact. But then when you go, well, what was he being arrested for? Nothing. Silence. No charges. Nothing. And then what will they do? They'll take that time to dig up the time in second grade when he stole a Snicker out of Quick Trip. And he got a C on his report card. That's a whole nother conversation. And I'm I I don't even know if I have the mental capacity to get through that today. Um so I don't I'm confused as to the timeline that happened before the video that was shown. However, at this point it really does not matter. Because the point that we um Sorry, I'm, like, really emotional talking about this because it's so hard. Um, the video that was released to the world, we see this officer kneeling on Georgia's neck. And you just know, you know it's not going to end well because it never does for us. Like... Black people never get the benefit of the doubt. We never get help. We never, we're never seen as equal. Our lives clearly are not, they're not seen the same to our white counterparts, and that sucks. Like, do you know how bad it feels? to sit there and see someone dying. And this is happening on a weekly basis to the black community. Every week, there's a new body. Every week, we're adding someone to this list of people that have been murdered by authorities that are meant to serve and protect us. And it's heartbreaking. It hurts. Like, I wish people would understand how exhausting it really fucking is. I. We'll touch back because I don't want to sidetrack myself here. But back to where we started. The video shows this officer kneeling on Georgia's neck. He is begging. He is pleading. Please get off of me. I can't breathe. And you know who that instantly reminded everybody in the black community of? Eric Gardner. The officer that put him in a chokehold and killed him. By the way, chokeholds are illegal. You can, you're not allowed to legally put a suspect or anyone in a chokehold of some sort. But to make matters worse, the cop's name, I believe, is David he had already handcuffed George the man was the man was detained he was in handcuffs he's laying flat on the ground on his stomach so how in the fuck could he possibly harm you any further and he wasn't harming you to begin with he was never resisting arrest video proof released from security cameras showed that he was willing to talk to you he peacefully allowed you to handcuff him so how did we go from that to him being on the fucking pavement face down knee on his neck please tell me how that escalation occurred and to make it worse this cop knew he would be protected imagine you kneeling on someone's neck with your hands in your pockets just chilling. You know you're getting recorded and you don't give a fuck. Because you know that the police is are going to back you. Your brethren is going to back you. Oh, paid administrative leave? I can handle that. Y'all don't give a fuck. And to know that he was on this man's neck for seven plus minutes. Seven. Y'all were mad at Colin Kaepernick for kneeling for the anthem. And you want to know the fucking irony of that shit right now? The very thing that Colin Kaepernick was protesting when he took a knee is this fucking situation. But that's unpatriotic. Kneeling on someone's neck is fine, but protesting the fact that someone's neck was kneeled on It's unpatriotic. Go find a different country if you don't like it here. All lives matter. Really? Because it sure as fuck does not seem that way. And that's what we've been telling you. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that I'm like ranting, mumbling, sound crazy because I'm crying. But like, it's just, it's heartbreaking. And you want to know the other narrative? I'm, t- I'm tired of hearing, I'm tired of hearing there are more good cops than bad. There were four officers on that scene. One person had this man's knee on their neck. Well, you know what the three others were doing? Standing guard and helping the officer. So what good cops are there? How are there good cops when the good cops don't stand up to the fucked up ones? How are good cops existing, but no one's speaking up or defending us? You see your partner doing something crazy and you don't say, hey man, bro, chill, that's not necessary. Instead, you rather push people back and tell them to stop recording. So where are these good cops you speak of? Where? I don't see them and i rarely have and then to touch back on an earlier point what is the point of having a justice system if the police are just going to decide to be judge jury and executioner why do we have laws if we're gonna allow police officers to get away with stuff that we would never allow civilians to what is the point of this system if we are not holding every single person in this country accountable for their actions regardless of whatever fucking badge they're wearing what is the point of this system and let me clarify I know the justice system was not built for black and brown bodies I know that system could care less about us it, it couldn't care less about us there's no way for it to like it was built it was built for us to keep us in it that's a whole nother conversation I'll do another episode on that because that's that one can get heated but seriously what is the point of it if we're gonna keep getting executed in the street like realistically how long do y'all think this can keep up because I'd love to put a timeline together for you slavery was not that long ago the civil rights movement was only three people ago. Your grandmothers and your great-grandparents were alive during that movement. They were alive when my people were getting sprayed down with fire hoses in the street and dogs set to attack us. They were alive when we weren't allowed to eat at restaurants or this water fountain was colored only. They were alive. So how is it that some of y'all have tricked yourselves into thinking that racism no longer exists no baby this is just the beginning we've only been free for so long and some of those people are still alive so y'all can keep sitting here saying i don't see color it's not like that for me okay well that's great for you but guess what it doesn't affect us the same and can we please stop with the I don't see color bullshit because you do. You may like to pretend you don't, but when I enter a black when I enter a room, they see a black woman first. They don't know that I'm an engineer. They don't know that I mentor and tutor kids. You see a black woman, so let's let's be honest about this. It's time to start owning up to our shit. And it's not about I need you to see our color. I need you to acknowledge our pain. I need you to educate yourself on our experiences. Because that's the only way that we're ever going to be able to move past this. And it's really hard, like especially as a black woman, that I don't have many safe spaces to be in. Perfect example is a quote by Quinta Brunson, who she tweeted, Um, yesterday being black is having a good day and then seeing another black person was killed for no reason then you had to think about it talk about that all day or you don't and you numb yourself it's a constant emotional war meanwhile you still have to go to work and worry about everything else and for most of us especially me my job is in corporate america Let me break this down for you. On my team of maybe 40 to 60 people, I am one of three women that I know of. I am one of two black people. I am the only black woman and I am the youngest on my team. Most of my coworkers are middle-aged white men. So like when I see shit like this go down and it affects me, I have to suck it up because I know I'm not, I can't, I I can't bring it up at work as you shouldn't, but I can't bring it up anywhere else either because more than likely they're not going to see my side on, or either, or, and this is my personal favorite. Um. You know what? Let, let's, let's just go ahead and address this. To the people in my life that are not black, I'm paying attention. I see you. And your silence is so fucking loud that it's deafening. The fact, if you have ever been in a situation where you're talking about the black friends you have and you think that you can include me in that bubble, please remove me from it. I'm not your token black friend. And if my issues don't matter to you, we cannot be friends. I still love you. I will still care for you. But I can't do it anymore. Because y'all will post and share everything else under the sun. Everything. Y'all will talk about every other form of politic. But as soon as it comes down to police brutality and black lives, you're silent. Suddenly, you don't want to get political. Suddenly, you don't feel comfortable sharing that on your platform. Why? Why is that? You talk about everything else, but you can't address this. Stop loving black culture if you don't love the black people that are creating it and living it. I'm going to say that again. Stop using black culture for your tiktoks for your instagrams for your little skits for your parties for your outfits but not respecting what black culture comes from stop like it's so annoying because y'all will rap every single lyric to something and dress a certain way but it's like hey we need your help. We need an ally. We need you to speak out. Suddenly your voice box don't fucking work. And I'm calling bullshit. I'm, I'm calling the utmost of the bullshit. And here's what i rather you say. I'd rather you say, Dom, I don't care enough about you to help you go through this. I don't feel it's my place to speak of. Because I just choose I don't want to. Please just be honest to my face. But stop pretending you care about black people and you never help speak about our issues. Okay? Okay, go ahead. Glad we got that out the way. We're going to fast forward to last night and this morning. After the George Floyd situation, there were protests. And let me be very clear, it was a protest, not a riot. I really want white people to stop changing the definition of shit to fit their narratives. Because if this is a riot, when people stormed the Capitol buildings with their weapons, should have been a riot as well. When they were pushing and shoving officers, that should have been called a riot as well, and it wasn't. It was called a protest. So let's just keep that across the board. On top of that, how is it that... All these men with all these all these people with weapons can storm Capitol buildings and push and shove people, but not a lick of tear gas, rubber bullets in sight. Oh, but they have plenty in Minneapolis. People having to purposely bring milk because they know they're going to get harmed for defending a life that should have never been taken by a cop that should have never been on the street. And what I mean by that is, this cop and the um, one of Asian descent, they've had several complaints against them, so much so that they stopped going into detail on the reports. They no longer tell you what the complaints were about. Why were they still in the street? They shouldn't have been. So these people are getting harmed, tear gas, Rubber. one woman took a rubber bullet to the head but no one cares but us. We're seen as thugs and troublemakers, and that's not somehow. Whenever we do stuff, it's never the right way to do something all of a sudden. Protesting works for y'all, but when we do it, there should be another way. Why? At what point are y'all gonna realize that we're sick of your shit? And like I said on my Instagram, We are not the Martin Luther King generation, baby. We are Malcolm X. We've only, we've asked nicely. We've been patient. We've tried the court system policies, calling out politicians. At one point, at some point enough is going to be enough and it's going to be an eye for an eye. Period. I wish it wasn't this way. I don't wish any harm to people. However, at the same time, fuck you. Like, people want me to feel bad that cop cars were vandalized. Why? Your tax dollars are going to be used to fix them, just like they're used to fucking kill us. The same tax dollars that kill us are going to be used to fix those vehicles. Officers weren't harmed. Their vehicles were. Materialistic, replaceable things. But you know what's not replaceable? George Floyd's life. Ahmaud Arbery's life. All those things you can't get back or fix. And you damn sure can't use tax dollars to do it. But y'all want me to feel bad? I don't. Fuck that car. That car is fine. Who cares? I'm sorry. But like, really, who fucking cares about a car when a man just lost his life in broad daylight on a Tuesday? For suspected forgery. Still no proof on whether he forged that check or not. But somehow, at the end of the day, this man was simply suspected of forgery for a bad check and ended up dead. But you want me to care about a cop car that got its windows busted? You me care that they got milk poured into the front seat? Nah. I'm not, I'm not subscribing to that. Sorry. To my... Black people, guard your spirit, protect your peace, and watch your mental health. Um, I know that I have cried a lot this week because of these situations, but that's also why I recorded this episode, because I needed an outlet. It was either that, or my therapist was probably going to have me committed, like... It's sad. Um, And remember that, like, you don't have to watch these videos. I know many of us feel compelled to, but at some point enough has to be enough. I personally did not watch the entire George Floyd video because I knew I could not handle that anymore. I saw the Ahmaud Arbery video and it crushed me. I was not okay for days. So I know how it feels to feel like it's necessary, but you don't have to watch it. I would say that we don't have to share it either, but we both, we all know that's not true because if we did not circulate these videos, nobody would be held accountable for their actions and people would be living free, just doing whatever they want. Um, to the city of Minneapolis, my thoughts are, teas th- and peace, thoughts and prayers are with you, I wish I could be there, um, I, I don't know, I get that everyone is at their wit's end, so I just say stay safe, no matter what you do, stay safe, protect your peace, um, to the Minneapolis police department. Fuck you. Um, fuck you for allowing these officers back on the street. Fuck you for simply firing the four cops, because we know that firing them is not the answer. It's part. It's step one. It's definitely step one. So here's a little tiny violin and a to you. They need to be arrested. They need to be charged with murder. They need no bond, no bail, none of it. They need to be in a prison cell. Firing them is not enough because we all know what happens to cops in this situation. They pick up, they move to a new city, and they get hired there. All to do what? Repeat the same process. They need to be convicted which means they need to be charged first. We'll be waiting for the charges to be brought up. And if you don't, I am totally okay with the hell that will come your way from your citizens in your city. Like I said, I don't care. You'll get what's coming to you until you do the right thing. To so the people on my timeline on Facebook, who I did have to delete saying this isn't about race why is everything not like why do you the the fact that you think you can pick and choose when something is and is not about race is cute but you can't and honestly i'm tired i'm i'm tired i'm going to go back to getting some work done um prayers to everybody <laughs> honestly at this point <laughs> you know what fuck this i'll talk to y'all next time